So if you're in a hormone depletion pattern, right? Maybe you just have baby, maybe you're going to perimenopause or menopause, you are just tired. If that's you, your starting point for natural and holistic hormone balancing is really using a drink or a smoothie to get a load of these yummy nutrients in to replenish your mitochondria so that your body wakes up. Hi everyone and welcome to Superwoman Wellness. I'm Dr. Taz. I've made it my mission throughout my career at Integrative Medicine to support women in restoring their health using a blend of Eastern medical wisdom with modern science. In this show, I will guide you through different practices to find your power type and fully embody the healthiest and most passionate version of you. I'm here for you and I can't wait to get started. So many of us want natural ways to balance our hormones. This is something I get asked every day in practice. What are my options? Do I have to do synthetic hormones? And I'm here to tell you that there are a number of ways to get your hormones back in balance. And there I'm Dr. Taz, an integrative and wellness physician and all about the holistic way to hormone balancing. In this video, you're gonna learn three different techniques to balance your hormones naturally. In the first part of the video, we're gonna talk about teas that actually work for natural hormone balance. In the second part, we're gonna tackle different drinks that you can make right here in your kitchen. And in the last one, part three, we're gonna talk about essential oils and their role in natural hormone balancing. Okay, let's jump in. Let's talk about the teas. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know I love a good hot cup of tea. So let's make that tea work for us. Here is what you can use if you are having some different hormone symptoms. I'm gonna break them down, so bear with me for just a moment. Chase tree, right? We've been using that for a long time to build progesterone. In fact, the chase berries found in nature were used in Eastern medicine to really help boost progesterone levels. So for women that had just conceived or women that maybe were feeling tired or fatigued, this was a berry that was used to really bring their hormone levels up without them really being able to measure or know what that hormone number was. Well, here's the good news. While you can take Chase Tree as a supplement, you can also take it as a tea. Simply steep a tea bag with Chase Tree in a cup of hot water. Now to really get the hormone boosting impact, you wanna have at least two to three cups a day. And for those of you that are having maybe short cycles or you're waking up a lot between two and four o'clock in the morning, or you're getting those heart palpitations or feeling more anxious, this is the tea for you. Think about adding in some Chase Tree tea to really help boost those progesterone levels and even out that estrogen to progesterone ratio. That really is the point of hormone balancing is to get the right ratio between estrogen and progesterone. Okay, so Chase Tree is just one. There's so many, I think some of my favorites. Now raspberry leaf, some of you may have heard about raspberry leaf when it comes to pregnancy, right? So raspberry leaf is thought to help labor. It's been used for thousands of years. If you go back into medical literature, way back, thousands of years ago, you'll see references to raspberry leaf tea. Here's what raspberry leaf tea is doing. It actually has an active compound called fragrance, which tones the uterus. So it helps with uterine contractions. So that means it's not only good for labor, but it's actually good for something like PMS or premenstrual syndrome. If you're having a lot of menstrual cramps or menstrual pain, then maybe the week, day one of your cycle, you start to take some raspberry leaf tea. 
You can do again, three is kind of the good rule here. So three cups of tea a day, especially in that first week of your cycle. I'm gonna take a time out for just a second to make sure we all know how to count our cycle. I meet so many women, young and old, everyone in between, who don't understand that the first day you bleed is day one, and then you count from there. So that keeps you in rhythm with knowing where you are. So going back to our teas, raspberry leaf, if your cycles are heavy and painful and you've got a lot of grams, you could do those days one through seven. Maybe using chase tree tea on days 21 through 28, because that's typically where progesterone levels will drop. All right, I've got one more for you. What about green tea? Now, most of you hear green tea, like that's overplayed. You don't need to talk about green tea. But green tea historically has been talked about a lot when we talk about weight loss, right? But it actually has a growing benefit as well. Green tea can actually help to manage blood sugar and insulin levels. That's the weight loss component. But it helps with things like hot flashes and night sweats. So it plays a role, again, in regulating estrogen. So here again, green tea, a couple of cups a day. I was saying two to three a day, adding it in to your regimen. I know what your next question is. What if you need all three? Now, one of the things you've heard me do is cycle these teas, right? Because we, as women, cycle. We have moments when we're higher in estrogen, moments when we're lower in progesterone, moments when we're kind of evening everything out. So you can cycle these. Here's how I would do that. I would do raspberry leaf days one through seven of your cycle. I would do green tea days eight through about 14, 15, or 16 of your cycle. That's when the estrogen surge usually happens. And I would do chase tree tea days 20-ish to about 28 of your cycle to help you with that progesterone balance. All right, so those are teas that help you balance your hormones naturally. When you're picking these teas, one more quick little warning, go for a high quality, go for something very concentrated. Ideally, you're picking organic teas so that the bags don't have a lot of stuff in it. And if you're steeping your own, use one heaping tablespoon of the leaves of the earth that we're referring to. Moving on from tea time, hopefully you're hanging with me. Let's move on to part two. All right, we mastered teas, time to do a few drinks. Maybe you're not a tea person like me, but you will do a drink made in your kitchen to help you balance your hormones holistically. All right, I'm sharing some of my favorites, but follow me because there is a method to this madness. Now I talk a lot about holistic hormone balancing and how the gut is often the root of where we need to begin. Many people get confused by this. They trip over that word. They're, they don't know where to start. Here's a simple and easy way to start. This is going to be one of my all-time favorites. In fact, I sip on this often throughout the day. This is lemon, ginger, water with a splash of honey. Here's how it is. This is how easy it is. Take a little bit of fresh ginger. You can grate it. You can cut it up. Pour it into some hot water. Just mix it up. Go ahead and add about a teaspoon of honey. So we're gonna add a little bit of honey there. Let's mix that. And then squeeze about a half a lemon in it. So this is if you're doing it every single day. Now, what I like to do is make a big batch, put it in the refrigerator, and then just come in every week and replenish it. Now, here's what this particular drink is doing, this lemon ginger water. The lemon is helping us with digestion, as is the ginger. So we're helping the gut really move things through the belly. Now, there are also some studies that talk about the benefits of ginger when it comes to estrogen dominance. Now, remember, estrogen dominance is that pattern where you store estrogen, you hold on to it. You might have breast tenderness. You might have the belly bloat. 
All of those are symptoms of estrogen dominance. Ginger can help with that. The honey is there for just a splash of fun. You could take it away or put something else in there. But I love drinking this nice and hot, or you can drink it cold and add a few ice cubes to it if it's summertime. So this is one of my favorites, especially, again, if you're having symptoms of estrogen dominance, which are breast tenderness, a lot of menstrual cramps, feeling bloated, and just having sort of that puffy feeling. A lot of people tell me that they just feel puffy. They feel, feel like they're wearing like a suit over them and they can't really explain why. This is the drink for you. Now the next one we're gonna talk about really centers in on the concept of inflammation. When I work with my patients at Center Spring MD, a lot of times we are trying to decide where to begin. And sometimes the beginning point is not the gut, it's actually this massive inflammatory load that a patient's experiencing. They may have joint pain. This might be something you're dealing with. Joint pain, rashes, hair loss, brain fog, you name it. Those are symptoms of inflammation. If you don't like taking pills, you don't want to do a lot of teas or other things like that, golden milk is one of my favorites. Golden milk is so easy to make. First of all, you simply boil your favorite milk. I usually recommend like almond milk or a coconut milk. You can use dairy as long as you don't have a dairy intolerance. So boil a little bit of milk, add about a tablespoon of turmeric to it. You can add a little bit of honey, cardamom, which is another beautiful spice, saffron. Gives it a lot of aromatic flavor. In fact, this is straight from Ayurveda. They use golden milk for centuries to really help with everything from morning energy to toning the uterus to helping post-pregnancy and conception. All of these things to really make sure that inflammatory load is down. We also know turmeric helps with things like menstrual cramps and menstrual pain. So golden milk is something very easy to bring in into your daily regimen, quick to make in the kitchen. And there are some concoctions where actually it's a pre-made powder that you can dump into the milk and you don't have to go through the process of actually adding the turmeric and the black pepper and the spices if you wanted to take a shortcut. Last but certainly not least, another pattern that I'm often finding with my patients that need hormone balancing is that they're just depleted. They're wiped out. They don't have the nutrients they need. They don't have the energy, the chi is what we call it, that they need to build healthy hormones. So what do we do? Where do we start? While all these points are valid between the gut and inflammation so much more, their starting point, those of you with low chi, low energy, nutrient depleted, is really to get these antioxidants in. And my favorite way, no matter what anyone says, we can debate till the end of time how important it is to eat everything, but we're busy and we're running around. My favorite way to do that is using smoothies. So whether it's a green smoothie with a lot of the leafy greens like kale or spinach, which you can mix and add maybe a banana to it, some celery root to it, your favorite fruits, whatever it is, that's one way of doing it. Or it's an actual fruit smoothie. Because remember, things like your berries and so many other fruits have both fiber, which helps your hormones, and have a lot of great antioxidants. And when I use the word antioxidants, I'm talking about things like vitamin A, vitamin C, glutathione. All of these are nourishing our cells, rebuilding us, literally pumping up our mitochondria so that we emerge feeling supercharged and energetic. So if you're in a hormone depletion pattern, right? Maybe you just have baby, maybe you're going to perimenopause or menopause, you are just tired. If that's you, your starting point for natural and holistic hormone balancing is really using a drink like a smoothie to get a load of these yummy nutrients in 
to replenish your mitochondria so that your body wakes up. Then you move on to dealing with the gut and helping inflammation. All right, that's part two of hormone balancing drinks. Yes, there's more. We gotta talk essential oils. Let's move on to part three. All right, we spent a few minutes talking about different ways to naturally balance your hormones. We talked about teas, some drinks you can make right here in your kitchen. Let's talk about one that you can actually carry. No, this time it's not supplements. We are talking about essential oils. Now, essential oils get, I feel like, a good and bad rap. We've got people overinflating how amazing they are, and we've got people dismissing some of their really helpful qualities. I want to show you how I use essential oils to help balance hormones and how they're a part of an overall holistic plan. All right, let's start with one of my favorites. This is clary sage. Clary sage is a great essential oil for helping you to balance your hormones. Now, how do you use these oils? First of all, let's do a quick primer on that. You can diffuse them, but for hormone balance, here's what I recommend. Take a few drops, put them on your wrist or right here on the sides of your nose or even on the base of your neck. Those are high absorption areas and they're gonna help you get the benefits from any of these essential oils. Remember, you also want a high quality oil. So research some of the companies that are producing these oils and make sure you're getting a product that actually works and is concentrated with the right ingredients. Okay, now back to Clary Sage. The reason I like Clary Sage is it actually helps to lower cortisol, the stress hormone, and it helps to balance your thyroid. Both of these, now I've talked before about thyroid and your adrenals and cortisol and how they're on this kind of seesaw, so to speak, and it's really important to balance the both. This is an oil that does this. When we're stressed and our cortisol is through the roof, well, we steal from our thyroid and our thyroid plummets. And the next thing you know, it's dry hair, crackless skin, you name it. So Clary Sage, I love to use for balancing cortisol and thyroid. Maybe you're running around the world super stressed. This would be your starting point. Let's move on to the next one, rose oil. Like I love this oil so much. So quick side story. I was actually born in Tyler, Texas, which is the rose capital of the world. And I just love roses. I have them in my house. I use them whenever I can. I'll pick a perfume with rose. And now I get to talk about rose oil with all of you. So rose oil has been used again for a really long period of time to help with estrogen. It helps with estrogen dominance. It helps with balancing fluctuating estrogen levels. So again, for all of us in our hormone shifts, and you could have a hormone shift. Remember, you can have a hormone shift whether you are 13 years old or whether you are 70 years old. Rose oil is a great one for helping to navigate the fluctuations of estrogen. So maybe just taking a couple of drops, same thing, adding it again to the side of your nose and then maybe on the back of your neck. Great way to help you manage things like hot flushes, night sweats, you know, or just feeling crummy when you get your cycle. All right, let's do one more. Hopefully you're still with me. Elaine, Elaine, I'm probably saying it wrong, but this is a great one for libido. So many women lose their libido through the process of childbirth or going into perimenopause or menopause. And it's like the lights just went out. What just happened? Well, Elaine Elaine has been shown to boost testosterone levels. So it's a great one again to use if you're trying to get yourself, you know, back in the mood. All right, these are just a few of my favorite essential oils when I'm trying to balance hormones naturally. Now, whether you're trying to pick a tea or a drink or an oil, the point is still the same. This is really about you and trying to find the pattern that's going to work for you. And here's how you start. You've got to understand 
your dominant hormone pattern, you have to understand your greatest weakness. Because what I don't want is for you to have 20 teas and 20 oils and 20 different things to do to get your hormones back in balance. We want to be strategic and methodical and really find the formula for you. And I talk about it all in my latest book, The Hormone Shift, but hopefully this actually gets you on the right path. See you guys soon.